Hello everyone and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Life Transformational Self-Help. I am your lovely host, Wilhelmina, and my topics of discussion are coming from my book that I've been writing over the years, Signs of Having Demonic Spirits Writing Your Back. And also there will be episodes presented which aren't a part of this book as the Holy Spirit moves me to speak and coming soon. I apologize, it's been taking some time for me to do this, but I have to um I have another part of what I'm doing that I need help with. There will be some seasons dedicated to serving our children which is still a work in progress. Through my Bible Aspirations for Children. Well, we are 11 months into 2021. And Happy New Year for those first-time Life Transformational Self-Help listeners. I will be starting all episodes for 2021 with the covering of us all through prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, let thy will be done in every life who are listening in on all platforms of the Life Transformational Self-Help Publishing. As we are quickly approaching the end of this year, forgive everyone of their sins and pour out your spirit into their lives, causing the eyes of their hearts to be open in active to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will preparing and establishing them to wait with great expectations upon having a prosperous, greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past. Teach every listener your way of thinking so that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of what your hopes, dreams, and promises are through your will and not their own. Change the perceptions of how they have once thought and bring it into reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now because it is in the now that you are moving. Father God, I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. First, I want to acknowledge that The song that you hear or the music that you hear playing in the background is not my rights to it. So if you would like to listen to the song or purchase a song, you can find it either on YouTube or Spotify. Um, The title is Won't He Do It? And the author of the song is Corinne Hawthorne. And you also, if you want to listen, you can go to the J Moss station and they play all the songs that you're going to hear in my background. And I'm only doing this to drown out all the other noises. So today's episode is titled, Since You Believed, Have You Received? So I want you to take into consideration the thought about the first time that you have believed and check to see if you have received because they both go together. Today's episode will be taking you back in time to be precise to when I believed and worked in ministry. 
hopefully the title of this episode and the matched true story will open the eyes of your heart thought process and whole being to actively serving God enjoy on a Sunday morning as an usher for my church back in the late 90s I can remember just as the altar call was going forth, my pastor at the time was Pastor K.R. Woods. But now he's one of my bishops because God has moved me to a place where I am needed most. But on this particular Sunday, the Holy Spirit was moving and my pastor spoke the essence of words that I've never heard before as a believer. These very words were, since you believed, have you received? At that moment, a light bulb had lit up within me. The word kept speaking to my heart, meaning speaking to my spirit. And the next thing you know is that I moved into the prayer line. As I approached becoming first in line, I looked eye to eye with Pastor Woods as he began to ask me with a smile on his face, what is it that you would like for the Lord to do for you today my response I would like for the Lord to fill me with his Holy Spirit then I closed my eyes and opened my mouth began to call on the name of Jesus it took only one time before the sound of the power of tongues took over my spoken words it was a sound that I have never heard coming out of my mouth before an instant feeling, which took for me to have a sincere heart with a made-up mind. It was just as, I, as if I were in the upper room with Jesus and his disciples. What a joyous occasion and path I experienced and continue to portray the lifestyle of following Jesus now today. To better help you understand Take into consideration that this episode is all about faith, meaning belief, which is why it is titled, Since You Believe, Have You Received? Ponder upon or meditate on what this topic is speaking of. Let me elaborate more on this subject and provide an explanation of why it is important for you to believe and thereafter receive the Holy Spirit. Explaining the purpose of our body. The one thing that we as humans need to understand is that the body isn't as of most importance as we may think. It carries our spirit and soul as well as protects our vital organs, but these will pass away. And what's most of value is our spirit and soul. Why is this so? Because it needs a spirit and soul for it to have life, meaning the body. Without it, it is just mired clay or a lot of flesh lying around motionless or without any motion. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no life worth living. He is our breath of life. Without the Holy Spirit, you wouldn't be able to slave your body. Instead, your body will be enslaving you, meaning you will always be a slave to sin and there is no freedom found in sin. Choose to use your body to serve 
and glorify God, which is your reasonable service. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. You can find this in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15. But whoso committed adultery with a woman lacketh understanding, he that doth it destroyeth his own soul. Proverbs 6, 32. So when you are using your body for sexual immorality, such as fornication, adultery, and even I'm going to go or go to even um, doing things that, um, you know, having um, sexual pleasure with, with um, the same sex. What is happening is you are sinning against your body. You are actually, let me correct that. You're not sinning against just the body, but you are also sinning against your own spirit and soul, which brings about death. So when I'm speaking of to, for you to actually enslave your body and not have your body enslave you, the body, you have control of this body, not the body has control of you. So when you are fornicating or you committing adultery or you are um, doing um, sexual pleasures that is unpleasing is not things of God, the way that God intended for the um, relationship supposed to be, you know, um, sexually between a man and a woman, then that's when your body, you're actually allowing your body to slay your spirit and your soul. Okay, so wrapping this episode up, sin keeps us in a vulnerable state without space to grow. I know this because in my past, I've been right where you may be in your thought process and in your life now today. But the lesson to learn here is that you don't have to compromise your peace joy, freedom, or barter to live free because Jesus has already established our liberty at the cross. So when you choose sin, you choose to not be free. Sin keeps us bound to conditions. And instead of us being able to prosper, we decrease. In which prosperity is the opposite of decrease, which is to increase. You don't prosper when you're living in sin. No matter how it looks, it may look good to you. It may seem like you're prospering, but you're not prospering. All you're doing is you are sowing into a fallow ground. Nothing solid. It's just like a house without a foundation. It will crumble and fall. Know that feeling you are getting when something isn't right with this person or things seem a little off with this individual, it is the time in which God is speaking to your spirit with a warning. This could be even with, um, not just with a person, 
but also with things. Um, even when you're looking at TV and it's something you're looking at and you know that you um, had this, um, this habit um, that you can't seem to break, which people with pornography is one and you know someone who um who is also um um is a is a murderer the thing is if you're watching things you you're feeding your brain your spirit and your soul these things which causes you to go and act out on impulse it makes you want to go back. These are thoughts that you would get in your head and then you will act out. But at the same time, as a Christian or someone who believes in Christ and you um, have the relationship with God, with Jesus, the thing is, we actually have a spirit of discernment. That is the psychic, which is our spirit connecting with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the psychic, is to help you when you can't help yourself. So I'm gonna give you an example of what I'm talking about. So um, when I say the Holy Spirit is a psychic and your helper, because the Bible even said this, says this. Um, for example, my job, I work with um, a disabled individual, and my title is what tells you what I'm supposed to be doing and what I am, you know, what, what's my position really. Um, my title is a direct support specialist. When I first started the job, I didn't really think too much about the title, uh, its significance, until I was one day talking to my um, employer, my well, my supervisor actually. I was speaking with my supervisor. I was telling her what I was doing, and she was like, she was telling me how how my employer was actually playing me, you know got over on me and whatever and she had done this for like she got away with it for a whole month because she knew how to wean out the different staff members who she was working with you know that's working with her to help her she knew that she wouldn't have to do anything I was doing everything cooking for her I was not only doing the cooking I was cleaning for her I was doing all these things but then when my supervisor brought to my attention about she's supposed to be doing these things and you're only there to support her. I looked at my title again and I started thinking. So I started changing things with this employer. So quickly um, changed things around. And she actually, actually got on board with it because um, everybody else was doing, doing the um, opposite of what I was doing. So once I got on board, she couldn't slack anymore. So. I don't have any problems with her cooking, with her cleaning, or doing anything that I, you know, I um, point out that she needs to be doing. It's important because I'm only there to support her, not to do it for her. So, um, 
So my thing is I had to actually discern, even though I was told something, I had to discern what it is I need to do. I had to consult God about this so that I can figure out how do I get her to do what I need her to do because she would always fuss and everything and try to fight with you but she cut that out it took only a week for me to work with her and get her to do what I needed her to do so I want to go back to the part about the discerning you know so I had to um talk to God to get discernment on how to work with her to get her to do everything and going back to the tapping into you know with the sexual things and that you shouldn't be doing to discern whether touching or tapping into the unknown if it's worth losing your joy and peace over Although you've already been caught by the lust of the eye before fulfilling the deed, but God giving you another chance or another opportunity in making a choice or decision to either turn and walk away or act upon fulfilling the lust of the flesh. He has given you full authority over what you choose, meaning that you are in control of your future's outcome that your life depends upon it. Have you sat down to think about every time you allow your flesh to lead, you end up spending most of your time running away from your problem, thinking that you're resolving the problem by trying to disconnect, but in reality, you've already made the connection. If you really think about the fact that we as human beings are not a computer, telephone or any appliances which could be disconnected or shut off or cut off but we are like a computer's hard drive once you connect sexually with us data is being processed and stored into our memory bank as a reminder to later reconnect with the source in which it has come from in one of my episodes I encourage women to study, take notes, put the man to the test, find out his motives towards you to see if he lines up with what God has spoken to them. And in such cases, you are to study, take notes, and test your intuition, meaning that you need to test your discernment. When it comes to picking up women, or the same, um, you know, opposite for a male when it comes to picking up women. How are you going to know someone without studying them first? Don't jump straight into something you have no knowledge about. It's like getting into a boxing ring with your opponent without any prior knowledge of who and what it takes to make sure you will technically knock your opponent out and win the match. Even when you learn about the woman, don't stop studying men. Vice versa, with a woman studying him. Women... Don't give him your purity until he seals the deal with your wedding ring on your finger and a legal marriage ceremony consisting of verifiable witnesses. Men, you ought not sacrifice your purity for jumping or getting into the game so you don't look like an L7 or square. When you make that first sacrifice in giving your purity, it will put you into a cycle of making mistakes 
meaning that you'll repeat it over and over again and not realize it until it's too late. There's a song, the lyrics are to meditate on by gospel artist Jonathan Reynolds, titled Cycles. And in his song, there is a verse which stood out most to me, and that is the devil learns from your mistakes, even if you don't. That's how he keeps you in cycles. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone but God. When you feel like you have to prove yourself to others and act upon it, you are keeping the cycle of sin going by doing so. With God, he sees you from where you are to be, and he is the one who is seeking to enhance, elevate, and magnify your life through your obedience to him. That is where he receives the pleasure out of blessing you. And think about this. When you do your dirty deeds, who are you going to have to answer to? And who will be there to help get you untangled out of what you've gotten yourself entangled into? Be a leader by example and not a follower of other people's desires. Real leaders lead by example and lead others to prosper and not gain. Also, authentic leaders have integrity, morals, and values for when it comes to doing right by others, meaning that they do that which is righteous in God's eyes and not what seems right to them. In such cases, following the path of someone who practices having no integrity, morals, and values sets you on a path of destruction, which could lead to the demise of you, not only physically, mentally, emotionally, but also spiritually. In doing these deeds, you are allowing all types of negativity to reside within you, such as fear, uncertainty, depression, emotional instability, etc. The list can go on and on and on. The only way of eliminating the negative side effects are to change your destiny by changing your thinking to God's way of thinking and receiving the Holy Spirit. We are going to start out with a prayer, a confession of faith. Could you speak this with me? Heavenly Father, Forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes, dreams are in you. You, Father God, are the source and the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase. In you, I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you, now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It's necessary that you be water baptized, which is the hour symbol that you have died to your old life and is brought up in the newness of Christ and received the Holy Spirit. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. This is found in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. The Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty, freedom, and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world. If you are unsure or straddling the fence about which way to go, now is the time to reflect on what your future would look like because of the choices and decisions you make today. This is not a time for turning your back on God, but an opportunity to receive Him while He's near. 
So you may be wondering, when will the right time be to receive the Holy Spirit? Okay, so think about this. You're listening on this episode. Today is your appointed time. Choose ye today whom you will serve. Will it be God or man? Meaning the world. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose ye this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. So, honestly speaking, it's time to do something different than what you're used to doing. If things hasn't turned out to be the way that you've expected or it seems as though your life has become out of control, it seems that it is time for you to remove your hands from the fence or from from the... um from whatever it is that you're holding on to that is not good for you. You know that fence of insecurity or that fence of security that you've um, been holding on to and step out with trusting God 100%. If you choose not to do so, is it is a way of saying, I'm going to keep one foot in heaven and the other in hell. Just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me. You are accountable for the choices you make, whether it has been in the past or present, and you have no one to blame for that choice but yourself. Don't be deceived. This is impossible, so stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies. Just in case you didn't know, he is the father of lies. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is found in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 44. So, you can't serve God and man. Many of you can't serve the um, kingdom of light and serve the kingdom of darkness, which is the world. All in the world's way. You can't worship two gods at the same time. Loving one God, you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feast, contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money both. This is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 24. The word says it. You can't worship two gods at the same time. It's either one or the other. But choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn your back on God could become the darkest day of your life and cost you eternity in heaven. The true reality to come is then shall the death return to the earth as it was and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. This is found in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 7. Your body returns to the earth from which it came and your spirit will be returned to God. And there will your spirit stand before God waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life. If you grasp onto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life. 
Also remember that your choices define where your destiny lies and to choose sin is to step out of alignment headed towards death and it is choosing to die not only physically, mentally, emotionally, but also spiritually. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is found in the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 23. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose and it changes the blueprint of your destiny. The most important decision for you to make when thinking about oneself today is to renew your mind with a new heart by receiving a spiritual transplant, meaning to change your mind. Your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you can't leave earth without it or you will find yourself in a place unwanted. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in John, the third chapter, verse 5. Receive your transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny. Be prepared to leave and stay erect in being watchful and staying connected to the main source, which is God. It's meaning keep stand firm on your belief, your faith. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is found in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 1 through 4 in other words completing the equation believing plus the water baptism receiving the holy spirit is the compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destiny in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with that holy spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory this is found in ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 through 14 jesus is the only connection to eternal life your new heart helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven. You may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing you're free and not only that, knowing where you're going having a peace of mind. And yes, it does take 100% of your dedication and prayer and participation for establishing your mood every day and being in the presence of God. I promise you, will not be disappointed our connection to god is through prayer and the holy spirit humans are a spirit house in a body yes the body you are possessing is a temporary housing which means it is loaned out to you because earth is not your home and it doesn't make us who we are but transports us from point a to point b when we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving the Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide to help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way. 
He is your way for being kept, your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty. And that's like the times of uncertainty is like now during the pandemic. For those of you who believe in Jesus and are living a Christian life, believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without the Holy Spirit residing in you. Without the Holy Spirit, you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary, the devil. If you are already saved but haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit or haven't gotten the opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level, this invitation is extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask. With God, is life without limits. Now that you have some clarity about how the Holy Spirit operates and its connection with us, this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow the Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. As we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube channel and listen to a song titled The Invitation by Nicholas and the Old Apple Tree by Shirley Caesar to get a reflection of how it will be when you stand before God and his extended love for you when you decide to return from your backslidden state of mind. Also, could you have the heart to share these episodes with your friends and family? All you have to do is direct them to the Anchor.fm app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and have them download, register to listen. If you are, or they are wanting to hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on the favorite follow and or subscribe buttons located at the top corner of the app or at the bottom. You will receive notifications of new published episodes. Thank you. This concludes our episode for today. Thank you for listening. Your host, Wilhelmina. Have a blessed, prosperous, and productive day.